What's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is The Hake Report. 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time, Los Angeles. It's Wednesday already. Wednesday, July 21st. Can you believe it? We are, what is that, two-thirds? Two-thirds of the way done. It is White History Month. Happy White History Month. It is the year of our Lord, Jesus Christ, 2021. Who was not black, by the way. <laughs> uh, and I have a hand-picked, heart-picked song for you guys from, or if you want to call it a song. Songs have to have singing in this. Let me know if you think this song has singing in it. It is, this past Saturday was my birthday, so for my birthday I gave myself 90 Pound Wuss the following week. Yes, my favorite band from when I was 17. 90 Pound Wuss, this track is called No Low Contender. If I'm butchering the pronunciation of it, I think it's a court saying, which means no contest. You plead no contest. You're not pleading guilty, and you're not pleading innocent. You plead Nolo Contender. So enjoy from 90 Pound Wuss featuring Jeff Suffering. (laughs) And his voice makes some people suffer. Hope you like it, guys. But if not, I'll talk you through it. And I will have the lyrics up here for you guys. Don't you love the vibe? Yes, this is a vibe. So good. The Bible is flat. Can you print the lyrics? This music is of the devil, says Ivan or Ivan. Singing usually means you're on key. 
much drama. Thank you, Jeff Suffering, and thank you, 90 Pound Wuss, 1999, the party line. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report, the Hague Report, la la la. I am fine. Uncle Ted 88 says, cut your fingernails, Hake. I had just cut them. I cut them like last week. I'd, I like to keep them useful. At a useful length. If they're too short, they're not useful. And, uh, yeah, that's not, it's not long enough to cut. But they were a little bit orange, like I told you guys. I don't know if you noticed the orangeness. But that's from turmeric. Turmeric? Turmeric. Whatever you call it. Like I told you yesterday. But there's a lot of mess going on. Only white people can read that, says Willie Palomino. What duh likes the drummer? Mute, says Steve C. Maybe get a radio show, Hake, says Louise Bootsy. Stop drinking and bragging about it, Louise. Louie. But, uh, I still like you, man. Love this music, Hake. Thank you, Ryan H.U. I will be getting to your calls, guys. Angry music, says Stranger. Stinger GT2. Yeah, that's true. It was back when I thought that you're supposed to be passionate about being a Christian. 888-775-3773. 888-775-3773. That is the phone number to call in to the show. I have some things to show you. Singing usually means you're on key, says Red Pill XX. Once the screaming starts, my head shakes, says Lord Grimm. <laughs> what's up, Lord Grimm? Nice to hear from you. What's, what's 2 Corinthians 6.17? G. Hall says, 2 Corinthians, right? 2 Corinthians 6.17. To quote Trump, 2 Corinthians. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Does that have to do with my music? I don't know. But thank you. Very nice uh, verse. 2 Corinthians 6.17. Don't be of the world, right? Don't be of the world. In the world, but not of it, I gather that to mean. I will be reading more of your Super Chats, guys. You can Super Chat on streamlabs.com slash Report. I will be getting to your calls as well. Uh, and you can also Super Chat on trovo.live slash Report. I want to remind you, because there is all this hype to this day about the virus, right? The virus. The China virus. Day. The China virus. To this day. And I want to remind you, I always remind you, whenever, whenever I see this woman's name, the director, so-called, of the CDC, what is up with these females, I can barely call them women, in charge, so-called in charge, of, of different agencies and committees and mess? I'm going to play a clip for you from a Senate committee hearing in which this woman is trying to run the show. It's like ridiculous. You hear this woman's voice. I don't even know who it is. But this is a throwback from March of this year, March of 2021. 
what would that be? March 29th, 2021. This is July 21st, June, uh, May, April, March. Four months ago. This is the scared CDC director. Listen to her voice waver. And if you're watching the video, I have video of her. This is from her. She's doing like a Skype thing. A little consultation or a a presentation. And she looks to me, I don't know if this is Satan talking to me, but it looks like she's, she keeps on looking down. Looks like she's reading something, but yet she's saying she's going off script. Listen to this. I, I clipped it up a little bit to make it a little bit shorter, a little bit more bearable. It's just over a minute long. This is from WPRI. They grabbed the video. Mo- multiple outlets grabbed it. It was, public, it was public domain, right, from the government. Scared Centers for Disease Control director Rochelle Walensky on feeling impending doom and scared. Listen to this. When I first started at CDC about two months ago, I made a promise to you. I would tell you the truth, even if it was not the news we wanted to hear. Now is one of those times when I have to share the truth and I have to hope and trust you will listen. I'm going to pause here. I'm going to lose the script and I'm going to reflect on the recurring feeling I have of impending doom. We have so much to look forward to, so much promise and potential of where we are and so much reason for hope, but right now I'm scared. I didn't know at the time when it would would stop. We didn't have the science to tell us. We were just scared. So I'm speaking today, not necessarily as your CDC director, not only as your CDC director, but as a wife, as a mother, as a daughter, to ask you to just please hold on a little while longer. I so badly want to be done. I know you all so badly want to be done. We are just Almost there, but not quite yet. And so I'm asking you to just hold on a little longer to get vaccinated when you can so that all of those people that we all love will still be here when this pandemic ends. She's so phony. And she continued to look down when she was claiming to go off script. What? What does that even mean? Rochelle Paula Walensky, born Bursoff. Bursoff, born in Peabody, Massachusetts, to Edward Bursoff and Carol Bursoff Bernstein, hyphenated last name of her apparently feminist mother, Bernstein. And she married this guy named Lauren, L-O-R-E-N, D. Walensky, Walensky, psycho woman, 52 years old, voice wavering, unstable, mother of three, and Sleazy Joe put her in a, put her as a, a leadership position. Reminds me of silly rhino Mitt Romney saying, oh, I have binders full of women that, we, that I want to put in leadership positions. Binders full of women. And he got mocked by the liberals, but the liberals are every bit as bad. They're worse than him. Well, they're just as bad as him. <laughs> he is a liberal. <laughs> so that's... So anytime you hear, right now I'm, anytime you hear Walensky, just think, right now I'm scared. Wavering. Her husband is a simp, says Max Rex. She looked Jewish. Probably so. Probably not a Christian. Definitely not a Christian if she's a liberal. She was appointed by 
She was appointed by Joe Biden, who's definitely not a Christian, a complete phony. He pretends, oh, I'm Catholic, but he supports abortion. He aborts, he supported same-sex so-called marriage, which is not, it's not marriage, before Obama openly did it. Well, actually, Obama was pretty open, but he was lying about it. He was saying, oh, I'm not for it. And then later he's all, oh, I evolved. Lying Obama. Lying Biden. Lying Rochelle Walensky. I promise I would not lie to you. And she, her message was like it was tailored for liberal females. Didn't, this, didn't she sound just like a worrying liberal female? Psh. We were just scared. That I can't help shake this feeling. I don't know if she said I can't help shake this feeling. But she talked about, I want to describe the feeling I have of impending doom. Impending doom, yeah. Meanwhile, Trump is trying to pro- project confidence and hope and don't panic and live your life and take precautions but live your life. But they accused him of being blah, 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 downplaying and lying. Psh, pathetic. So, path- so silly. So I grabbed some drops so <laughs> we can play. I'm scared. R- right now I'm scared. Or oh, we were just so scared. Anytime I bring up Ro- scared CDC director Rochelle Walensky, a woman in, so-called in charge. Is she the head over that Fauci guy? Is, this, is the NIH part of, part of the CDC? Or is the NIH, I, NIH, National Institute of Health? What is that? National Institutes of Health. I don't know. It doesn't even want to tell you. Oh, it's part of the Health and Human Services anyway. I don't know. But that's what that lame, female-minded Anthony Fauci, Hillary Clinton fanboy, he loved her, her Senate hearing. I think it was a Senate hearing. Hillary Clinton, former secretary, so-called Secretary of State, Affirmative Action Secretary of State under the Obama administration. Speaking of putting women in charge of things, right? And the worst women, the worst women, uh, in charge of the Secretary of State. So she was Secretary of State when the um, 9-11-2012 terror attack in Benghazi took place, and she's all, what difference at this point does it make? Let me show you this video real fast. It's a six minute and 15 second video of Rand Paul, this is clip 12, confronting Dr. Anthony Fauci, before I get to calls, some first time callers, guys, hang tight, uh, about this notion of gain of function. And by the way, he failed to explain how it's not gain of function what he was funding. Because what he funded, the way that Rand Paul described it, and Fauci said that's correct, but he also claimed it's not gain of function. (laughs) And he accused him of not knowing what he's talking about. Sounds like dancing to me. And that's what Rand Paul called it, dancing. Listen to this. I got this from Caleb Hull on Twitter. Caleb Hull being a guy who... uh, Caleb Hull being a guy who was interviewed by the Jesse Lee Peterson show back, I think, before, before Trump became president or right after, maybe. Kind of a you know, rhino but guy, but he's, a, he's an okay journalist. I like him. Rand Paul confronting Dr. Fauci in a Senate committee hearing. Don't ask me who this woman is who inter- keeps on interrupting them and saying, let the, let the uh, witness speak. 
I don't know who it is, but it's it's a, a little obnoxious. But listen to this. Drama. Dr. Fauci, as you are aware, it is a crime to lie to Congress. Section 1001 of the U.S. Criminal Code creates a felony and a five-year penalty for lying to Congress. On your last trip to our committee on May 11th, you stated that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And yet, gain-of-function research was done entirely in the Wuhan Institute by Dr. Xi and was funded by the NIH. I'd like to ask unanimous consent to insert into the record the Wuhan virology paper entitled Discovery of a Rich Gene Pool of Bat SARS-Related Coronaviruses. Please deliver a copy of the journal article to Dr. Fauci. In this paper, Dr. Xi credits the NIH and lists the actual number of the grant that she was given by the NIH. In this paper, she took two bat coronavirus genes, spike genes, and combined them with a SARS-related backbone to create new viruses that are not found in nature. These lab-created viruses were then shown to replicate in humans. These experiments combine genetic information from different coronaviruses that infect animals, but not humans, to create novel artificial viruses able to infect human cells. Viruses that in nature only infect animals were manipulated in the Wuhan lab to gain the function of infecting humans. This research fits the definition of the research that the NIH said was subject to the pause in 2014 to 2017, a pause in funding on gain of function. But the NIH failed to recognize this, defines it away, and it never came under any scrutiny. Dr. Richard E. Bright, a molecular biologist from Rutgers, described this research in Wuhan as, the Wuhan lab used NIH funding to construct novel chimeric SARS-related coronaviruses able to infect human cells and laboratory animals. This is high-risk research that creates new potential pandemic pathogens, potential pandemic pathogens that exist only in the lab, not in nature. This research matches, these are Dr. Ebright's words, this research matches, indeed epitomizes, the definition of gain-of-function research done entirely in Wuhan, for which there was supposed to be a federal pause. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress. Microphone. Your microphone. Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. So what was, let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans, right. you're saying that's not gain of function? Yeah, that is correct. And, and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. Let's okay, you get NIH, one person. Let's read from the NIH definition of gain of function. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It says that scientific research that increases the transmissibility among mammals is gain of function. 
They took animal viruses that only occur in animals and they increased their transmissibility to humans. How you can say that is not gain of function. It is not. It's a dance <laughs> and you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for four million people dying around the world okay. from a pandemic. And let's let Dr. Fauci. I have to, well, now you're sure getting point. into something. If the point that you are making is that the, the, the grant that was funded as a sub-award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2. That's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. <laughs> well, we don't wait know a minute. It did I come can, from the lab, but you, all the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab, you, and there will be responsibility for those who funded the lab, including yourself. I totally This committee resent, will allow the witness to respond. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator, because if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature, it is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. It no is, one is molecularly. Those viruses caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is that gain of function research was going on in that lab and NIH funded it. That you is can't not. Get away from it. It meets your definition and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm Senator not Paul, obfuscating the truth. Senator you Paul's are the one. Time is expired, but I will allow the witness to. Let finish. me just finish. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists. Those viruses are molecularly impossible no one's to result they are. No in SARS-CoV-2. the pandemic. Paul, we're saying they are gain-of-function viruses because yeah, they were they're animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you, you admit the truth. And you implying, Senator Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses right. who come before this Shut committee up. to respond. And, and you are implying <laughs> that what we did was responsible for the deaths of individual. I totally resent that. Have and if anybody and is lying here, Senator, it is you. <laughs> Drinking water. Uh, Senator Smith. Psycho, huh? Crazy. And the people love the lies. Love the lies. If you look on Twitter, in the responses to this Caleb Hull tweet, there's a whole bunch of women and liberals saying, oh, Dr. Fauci put Rand Paul in his place. But there are... A little bit more honest people. There's this guy named, what's his name? I looked in this. There's a Fauci gain of function emails tweeted about by Tyler Carden, who is a Ty Carden, right? C A R D O N. He's a Blaze Media CEO. So I don't know, but he tweeted out these screenshots of these emails from 2020, February 2020, February 1st, 2020. Fauci sent Hugh Auchincloss, the same paper Rand Paul referenced at the hearing today, yesterday, via email on February 1st, 2020. The name of the attachment is Barak She et al. She is being the doc, she being the doctor, right? Dr. She over in the Wuhan. Nature Medicine, SARS Gain of Function PDF. Whoa! A PDF is a document that you can read online, right? Or on the computer. Whoa! What? It's called SARS gain of function. And Fauci said to Hugh, Hugh, it is essential we speak this morning. Keep your cell phone on. I have a conference call, blah, blah, blah. Likely be around 845. Read this paper as well as the email that I will forward to you now. You have tasks today that must be done. Thanks, Tony. 
That's Dr. Fauci. Alkin Kloss's reply a few hours later is also telling, says Tyler Carden. The paper you sent me says the experiments were, were performed before the gain-of-function pause, but have since been reviewed and approved by the National Institute of Health. Whoa! Whoa! Tyler Carden points out neither Fauci nor Alkin Kloss seem concerned that the experiments with the chimeric, chimeric, whatever that means, some of you guys may know, SH-014 recomb- recombinant viruses have been wrongly classified as gain-of-function. They don't seem concerned that they were so-called wrongly cra- classified as gain-of-function in the paper. No corrections to the acknowledgement section ever made. A corrigendum was issued, whatever corrigendum means. Oh, for- chimeric means formed of many parts, whatever. Okay, thank you. Nick, n- Nick's so knowledgeable. A corrigendum was issued on November 20th, 2015, stating the authors had failed to acknowledge a funding source. USAID, EPT, predict funding from EcoHealth to Z. And who might Z be? Zhang, Zhang Li, Li Shi of the Wuhan Institute of Virology, this guy says. Interesting. So Rand Paul is at, at root right. And do you trust Dr. Fauci to... to Claim that, <laughs> that this had nothing to do. Maybe it had nothing to do with the China virus, right? Maybe it had nothing to do with it. But he's see, certainly seemed to be CYA in covering, him, covering his rear. A is short for rear. <laughs> what a mess. What a terrible mess. Look at how Fauci pointing at him with both fingers, by the way. Fauci pointed at him with both fingers. This is, didn't come, now you're getting somewhere. <laughs> you're lying. Uh, Asmador says, Fauci has a set-up series of arguments calculated by psychologists and marketing experts working for the administration to fool stupid people. You don't have to be a PhD to understand what's going on here. That's right. The truth is very simple. The truth is very simple. It's not complicated. You can explain it in very complicated terms. You can get down into the, all the details. But at root, it's very simple. Either it, either it did, either he did or he didn't fund it. And he claimed he didn't. In other words, it sounds like he lied. And he supports liars. He cheerleaded for Hillary Clinton, who talked out of both sides of her mouth, just like Fauci's doing. The day that Hillary Clinton, way back in like 2012, 2013, said, what difference at this point does it make about the... Uh, what the reasoning of the um, terror attack in uh, where that, wherever that was, 9-11-2012 in Benghazi, Libya. She's like, was it just two guys? <laughs> She's just being all sarcastic and nasty. And he's all, you did great. You shined. I love you. And then he also is a big fanboy, fangirl, Dr. Fauci, 81 years old, by the way. Look at this guy. He's 81 years old decrepit. It looks pretty good for 81. Is it the adrenochrome? I don't know. Maybe because he's small. He's pretty small. Small people live long, I think. And relatively slim. Pretty slim. But he's evil. Total evil guy. Also a fanboy, fangirl of that lesbian Rachel Maddow on MSDNC. 
Paul said, you're trying to, you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for four million people dying around the world from a pandemic. And then so he's all, I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator. And he says, it's molecularly impossible that the gain-of-function viruses that he says are not gain-of-function, even though they don't transmit to humans, but now they do transmit to humans. It seems like a gain-of-function to me. But he says it's not. <laughs> it's molecularly impossible that that's SARS-CoV-2. CoV-2. <laughs> Look at him. That's the most excited he's been in a while. At least on the public stage with his Purell sitting in front of him. That, uh, whatever that stuff is, nasty. So, uh, Rand Paul has referred this to the DOJ, but the DOJ is the Department of Injustice, not actual justice. So will they charge him with a crime of lying to the Senate? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Based AF, Based America First says that, uh, Rand Paul is smart, might be smart, just not when it comes to election shenanigans. (laughs) Yeah, Rand Paul said, the fraud happened, but we have to figure out how to stop it happening again. (laughs) What a shame. Terrible shame. He actually said that. He did say that. He said it. Wow. Anyway, let me get to a person named Hatem, a first-time caller from Morocco. Hatem, am I pronouncing your name correctly? Is it Hatem? Hey, actually, it's Hatem. You know, it's like Tatum. Okay, like Hatem. Tatum. Nice. How's it going, man? Going well. Uh, actually, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I've been listening to uh, your show and Jesse's as well. And uh, over time, I've realized that my values have been in line more like with yours compared to most Americans out there when I lived in the U.S. for seven years. And um, I've realized, actually, I have a question. But what do you mean why, by values? What values? For example, the values is um, uh, there is no such thing as racism. I've always believed that um, there is uh, good and evil. Yeah. And uh, I've always believed my father always taught me that, you know, you got to be a man. And, uh, you know, that being a man, you got to suffer sometimes in order to grow. And as a matter of fact, the best lesson I've ever had from him was uh, one day I uh, scraped my uh, knee pretty bad. And the first thing that he said to me was, while I was crying, was, you'll feel better once it stops hurting. <laughs> and that was like the best lesson ever. Nice. Because it's, it's a lesson for life. But when I came to the U.S., um, I did not really... What have, are you, If out of curiosity? I'm actually Moroccan, born and raised. And okay. I've, I've, uh, yeah, I just happen to speak English very well, thankfully. Okay. Um, but uh, my question is, um, when I came to the United States, it seemed to me, because I've lived in L.A. for five years, and it seemed to me that um, people in general are very, very soft and very triggered by words yeah. and by s- certain things that, that absolutely do not make sense to me. For example, um, the, the, the gen- gender-neutral bathroom, do I, do I say that correctly? I think so, yeah. Yeah, like, why, why do people give so much importance to trivial things instead of focusing on the essence of issues such as poverty or, um, or, or uh, for example, uh, children born outside of wedlock? Like, people, it, it seems to me that people, like, leave to the side real issues and just want to play with these 
fake problems, if I may call them that way. Yeah. Do you happen to, to know why? Well, I don't think of poverty as being like a root problem, especially not in America. I don't know what it's like in Morocco. Maybe you guys have real okay. poverty for some people over there. Yeah, that's why, because people complain about it out there, but like even low-income class families have a PS4 and right. <laughs> a 55-inch flat TV. Like, what, what poverty are you talking about? I just used it right. um, in the American context of what you guys perceive as poverty, right? but not like in my context. Yeah, because in... Even even our homeless so-called homeless bums, they're spoiled yeah. too. <laughs> they, they, none yeah, of them look yeah, like hungry the, to me unless they are the on drugs. Gives them a lot of money. I'm surprised. I'm yeah. like, if the government gave gave welfare as much money to our poor people, like you would not hear people complaining out here for not having money. Right. Yeah. It seems to me that um, the majority have reached to a point where they they expect instead right. of working for something. And I think that's the dilemma, in, in a sense, if I'm correct. Yeah. You know, that's probably what it is, is people are, people are so spoiled. I think only in a spoiled society can you go on and get people to be bothered with the LGBTQ madness. That was so confusing. Actually, did you know, uh, talking about that, I've, I've never had an opinion about those Yeah. Um, until I started disliking them, because <laughs> I, I failed an exam because of them. You failed an exam because of LGBTQ, and yeah. then that's when yeah. you started disliking the LGBTQ people? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, 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 Explain. What happened? How did you f- fail because of them? So, so it happened back in um, 2016 when there was a presidential elections going on okay. between Clinton and Trump. And I, I honestly, I don't <laughs> give a shit about it because I'm not American. I cannot vote. So why right. do I care? Yeah. Um, so I, I had a, a uh, psychology exam at Santa Monica College, and it so happened, by luck, that day, I could not find parking for some reason, and when I wanted to get to my class, there was this huge mob of, like, liberals uh. and LGBTQ people, like, in the middle of the quad. So I, I had two choices. I had five minutes to be in class. Either I could go around them, but that would take me longer, or I can just, like, go plow through them. So I decided to go with that second option. <laughs> and by God, I was so unlucky. By the time I got out of that mob, I got grabbed by, um, I don't want to be mean. Is it cool if I can speak freely? Uh, yeah, try not to use words that might get me banned no, not, from YouTube, though. Like, No, 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 not at all. I'm not going to say bad words. But this really big woman uh-huh. who had, like, weird hair, yeah, and she grabbed me by my arm, and she said, who are you voting for? I, I was like, what? I, I was like, um, I, I'm not going to vote. And she's like, why? Do you want this country to go in ruins <laughs> with a racist, whatever? I'm like, actually, I cannot vote because I'm, I'm not American. Yeah. And she looks at me confused. And then she says, oh, so what's your opinion on Donald Trump? And Jeez. to be honest, like, b- back back home, like, I've heard about Trump, and I just knew that he was a successful businessman. Right. And I just said, well, my opinion is he's a, he's a successful businessman. And then she goes, oh, no, no, no. You should not say that. You should hate him. I was like, why? Because she said, because you're brown. I was like, what the hell right. <laughs> is happening here? So, and then I got into another argument with somebody else who chimed in. And then I was like, all right, I got to go. I just turned around, ran to class, and the professor used to lock the door when it's exam time. Yeah. So I failed my exam. Oh, and you got locked day, out of your exam? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, I was late. So you're blaming them for that? Uh, 
partly I could have just like walked away, but in the heat of the situation, right? Because I've never was in a situation <laughs> like that before. <laughs> I did not really know how to act accordingly. At the same time, I wanted to be polite, but at the same time, that's funny. I, I was so stunned by by the story because I've never encountered anybody like that before. That's kind of like what happens to whites when whites get angry and start disliking people. It's because they've been yeah. too polite, and then they get burned. They get burned. It's really, really it's really. White's own fault and your own fault that you were late to that thing because yeah. you know you cut it you yeah. cut it kind of close, and then yeah I mean you didn't have to ex- you shouldn't have to expect to be assaulted exactly. by these people but yeah still I was just stunned and as a matter yeah. of fact I ended up liking conservatives more because I've met a conservative before right because uh, I I, I uh, play golf as well as a hobby and I I uh, one time I went out and played golf at uh, Wilson and Harding. Um, it's in, um, I forgot where it was. It was by the Griffith Park. Okay. And I was paired by, by this, with this, uh, conservative guy who was wearing a MAGA hat and his son-in-law. And, uh, I said, hi, he said, hi. And then a few holes later, he walks up to me and he asked me, are you first generation American? I was like, um, what does that mean? He's like, are you born in the U S? <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, not really. And then he's like, oh, Okay. Then two holes later, he walks up to me and he asks me, are you in the U.S. legally? <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, and I kind of laughed and I, I responded with humor. I was like, what kind of illegal immigrant would be playing golf on a Sunday morning? Uh-huh. And, and he just lost his shit. I'm like, can you imagine just a couple like illegal immigrants just hopping over the border? And first thing they do is just go out and play golf. That'd be pretty but bold. But then I explained... I know, right? And then I explained I was an international student, and then we ended up being good friends because we've we've shared very similar values, him and I. And, yeah. and I've realized that at the end, there isn't such thing as um, Democrat or conservative. There's such thing as either you're good or evil. Right. And th- that's the essence of it. Yeah. And I, I feel like conservatives like tend to lie towards the good value. Like, right. They, they tend to face real problems in real life and not worry themselves with gender-neutral bathrooms, if I may say. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I think it's because people are spoiled that they, um, that they worry about this stuff. And, yeah, you know, it is evil. They shouldn't be allowed to just run wild, and that's why conservatives start getting riled about it, too. Because you'll notice yeah. that conservatives are not for this stuff, and they'll get, they'll get a little over-distracted by it. Against the mm-hmm. LGBT IQ madness, and we should be, we shouldn't stand for it. Definitely should not yeah. stand for it. Yeah, but you don't want to dislike crazy, them. Man. You don't want to dislike them. You don't want to blame them for your problems or your or your yeah. mistake or failure. You want Absolutely. to just stand for what's right and still treat people decently, even if they're evil and indecent. Yes, yes, it, it's true to always be respectful and loving towards people you you typically. Would so are you a Christian? Dislike. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not a Christian. What are you, if you m- don't mind? No. Uh, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm a Muslim. Okay. And you yeah, came I'm here a as, a, as what, a teenager or a, a young, uh, after you graduated uh, high school, to go to college fresh, or what? Yeah, fresh, fresh out of high school, I went to the U.S., like literally a few months later. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. So Moroccans, Moroccans are kind of like people from India in that you guys cuss a lot, or you say the S-H-I-T word a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we, 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 there happens to be a lot of cussing, right? Um, but but I, I try to refrain from cussing a lot because it just messes up with. Yeah, like sometimes it's bad I, context. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't like cussing a lot. I'd, I'd rather be um, direct and forward and and be very clear with with how you think and how you express yourself and how you want to bring an added value to society. So you um, went. So you, after you finished school, you went back. You're back in. Uh, there? yeah. Actually, I've I've lived five years in L.A. and uh, two in Phoenix, and afterwards I just moved back here. There were a lot of reasons why. One of which um, I have my father's a little bit sick and. Also, with the COVID thing, it was pretty hard to find a job. Yeah. Oh, true. So with the shutdowns. Yeah. Yep. So, so I just decided to take a couple of years off and then see what would be my options later. What do Moroccans speak? What's the uh, language? We, we actually speak we speak a Moroccan dialect. Okay. Um, as as a community, um, but the official language is is classical Arabic followed by French because we were colonized by French people. Yeah. Um. So it, they just—it's it's the language that just happened to linger. So uh, if you go out in business, like out in a business, they would either speak Arabic or French to you. Okay. And uh, right now, there's this new wave of people speaking English. It just took over. Okay. In the past decade, yeah, like it's—it's it's nice to see people uh, relate more towards you know American American culture and English culture as well. Well, I appreciate your call, Hatem from Morocco. Sure, man. For nice sure. to hear from you, man. Yes, sir. Call Thank again, you, man. All right. For sure, absolutely. Bye Take bye. care. Huh. By the way, I got this tip yesterday from Asmodor. He sent it to my... Follow my telegram, guys. T.me slash The Hague Report. I don't bombard you with stuff. In fact, you'd probably be a little annoyed that I don't use it enough. <laughs> T.me slash The Hague Report is how you can find it if you use a browser. But Telegram, if you have the Telegram, it's The Hague Report on Telegram. And um, some interesting information, both from me and perhaps even more from my, uh, the people commenting, because I, I do have a comment section. Nice telegram shout-out, says Max Danger. Nice. Thanks for following, Max, or uh, checking it out. Very cool. But I got this tip about an Antifa professor. Antifa! <laughs> as Trump says. And the tip... Talks about this, from Asmodor, talks about this big league politics reporting. And actually, there is a Facebook post that's purportedly from this Antifa professor. Did you know that professors are Antifa supporters? I think it was a professor who hit a guy with a bike lock on the head. Wasn't that a professor, Antifa professor? Yeah, up in like Oakland or somewhere like that, Berkeley, something like that. Hit a guy with a bike lock. Hurt him, hurt him in the head. Right in the head. Evil. And I, I say bike lock. I'm not talking about like a chain. Although that can probably do some damage too. Or one of those curly, ropey things. I'm talking about the U-lock. It's a U-bar. U-shaped bar with a, with a bar that goes across and joins the two ends of the U. And that thing has like a nub on it. And, you, and he swung it at a guy. Hit him in the head. I think the guy was bleeding. He was a professor of ethics, according to Asmodor. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And these people act like they're so nice. They act so effeminate, these professors. And Big League Politics is written about this guy multiple times because Big League Politics, I guess they had a guy who worked for them or works for them, a journalist, if you will, a reporter confronting this guy. On campus, I guess he, I gather that he works 
at University of North Carolina or something like that. This one professor who took place in this, uh, in this, took part in this riot, Antifa riot, called the Charlottesville riot, where Antifa had no right to be there, no right to be there. They were there looking for trouble, so they have no right to be there, because you don't have a right to be at a peaceful protest by the alt-right, unite the right people, who were protesting at Lee Park, because they were planning to take down, and I believe just over a recent weekend, years later, they took down the statue of General Robert E. Lee. A great general, a great man, Robert E. Lee of Virginia. Well, this leftist professor, Dwayne Dixon, he's white, so-called white, I gather. Maybe he's, <laughs> maybe he's Jewish, <laughs> but he's probably not a Christian. But he, according to Big League, Big League describes him as uh, having chased that Charlottesville driver, James Fields, whom I told you about yesterday. James Fields being the autistic young man who got into the white thing. He went and protested at the Unite the Right rally. He rallied, right? And then he drove his Dodge Charger, and you could see in video footage of it. I saw it on video footage of it, and I've shown it on the Jason Lee Peterson show before. Of Antifa people, Black Lives Matter supporters, evil people, swinging their sticks at his car. And some of them came up to his car, too, when he drove into the... He, after that, he drove into the crowd. You could see it. And then they went in, They just swarmed his car after he drove into the crowd and stopped. And they swarmed his car, broke out some of his back windshield, and then he drove backwards. He had to drive backwards because they were attacking him, right? He had to get out of there. And then they uh, convicted him of, like, murder, hate crime, because they looked at his Facebook posts. You can't have freedom of speech and commit a crime. They will the feds will get involved and amplify it into something that it's not. So this guy got, I think he's life in prison. Crazy, huh? A woman died, Heather Heyer. She had no business being there either. But she was anti-racist, meaning anti-truth, anti-sense, anti-American. And this guy, according to himself... I don't know if he chased him, as this Big League's politics headline reads, but listen to this clip, 13. He's in a classroom, this professor guy, Dwayne Dixon. And he says, and I got this from Big League Politics, he brags to class, I waved a rifle at the Charlottesville driver before the crash. It's just a short 15-second or so clip. Here is this Antifa press professor, clip 13, talking about, and listen to how effeminate his voice is. He's like, oh, this direct action did good. We won that day, except Heather, Heather Heyer died. Listen to him. Tipped the scales that day, right? It was actually the mobility, the improvisational power of the entire left that won, effectively, right? Even though Heather died. So James Fields, driving his charger, slow rolled our western perimeter. So that was 4th Street several times. 
One time he paused right in front of me, and I waved him off with my rifle. And his last pass, he accelerated in a block away. He killed Heather. I waved him off with my rifle. What does that mean? Does that mean you flagged him? You pointed the rifle at him? You shouldn't be waving your rifle around inside of a city. I, there were some militia members who were so-called right-wingers who did not take sides there. I don't think that they were just pointing rifles at people. They were carrying their rifles in a responsible manner, not pointing it at people, not waving it around. You wave it with your arm. Was he waving with his arm and holding his wife, rifle? What does he mean by, I waved him off with my rifle, and a block away he killed those people, right? Or killed the woman. I don't know. I don't know. So here is the confrontation. Here's a little confront. Oh, let me just read this thing because he also allegedly he posted a Facebook. He gave a Facebook post. Dwayne Dixon. This is a screenshot of a Facebook post. He's like showing a picture of himself carrying this AR-15 style assault rifle. (laughs) Leftist with an assault rifle. And he looks like he's a so-called white guy. Dwayne Dixon, I take a perverse pleasure in having carried this Spikes Lower. Spikes Lower, I guess it has a reference to uh, a lower. Isn't that a ref- uh, part of a gun, right? Part of a uh, AR? Um, in the defense of Justice Park. I guess they're calling Lee Park Justice Park. Stupid. He's not for justice. What a phony. August 12th. August 12th. I thought it was, was it August 17th, 2017, or was it August 12th, 2017? Maybe it was August 12th. Anyway, he said, I use this rifle. Oh, he says, chase off. If this is a, if this is an accurate, uh, if this is an actual, actual accurate Facebook page, to chase off James Fields from our block. He said, wave off on the, in the class. It sounded like he was taking a pause to choose his words carefully. I don't know. Uh, to chase off James Fields from our block on 4th Street before he attacked the marchers to the south. Spikes needs a good lesson in ethics and anti-fascism. What? Oh, because Spikes, I guess, is a... is a, uh... gun company or something like that. Ethics and anti-fascism. These people shouldn't be... shouldn't be, uh, in America if they hate America. Some, res- some Facebook commenters from this alleged post said, hang the bougie or bourgeois, which is a reference to people who are business owners, right? With the rope they sell you. And then Americans against communism and socialism. What? Said, oh, never mind. Tell your buddy with the missing earlobe I said hello. <laughs> I guess that's a decent guy. Not sure. But, uh, listen to this clip. I'll tell you, I'll kind of read, at the beginning it has a, a little explanation of what this is. Big League confronts this guy, Dwayne Dixon, who allegedly claimed to, uh, chase. He said chase. James Fields, who drove into the crowd in, back in 2017. Huh. The plot thickens. Listen to this and watch clip 14. I'll have to read this to you. Antifa sympathizer and redneck revolt leader Dwayne Dixon, redneck revolt being Antifa, bragged about chasing him. So Big League Editor-in-Chief Patrick Howley bumped into him. 
Rather than explaining James Field, why he chased James Field? Put that down. Put that down. Don't touch me. Put Whoa. that down, sir. You're on private property. You're on property. You may not touch me. You don't touch me. Move past me. Move past me. Move past me. Did you chase James Fields with a rifle? Do you think that contributed, perhaps, to his mental state? Call campus police, please. We have an intruder in here. Hello? Did you chase James Fields with a rifle? This man admitted to chasing uh, James to Fields with a rifle right before the incident in Charlottesville in which a person was killed. Wow. Our, our view... I'm trying to leave. They're here. They're in this private office filming us right now. Will you just answer the, the, the one question that we're trying to ask you? Why, why did you do that? You need to leave, please. He's not going to answer. No, they just, I don't, they don't appear to be. He's not going to answer. Hmm. This person chased James Fields, the Charlottesville driver, Sorry? with a rifle. What, 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 what room are we in? Uh, this right is room 207. Of, one th of building 134 on Franklin Street. Are you responsible for the death of Heather Heyer? Gracious sakes, please. Please. Gracious sakes. Sorry? This is an Antifa supporter. Are you responsible for the death of Heather Heyer? Antifa man. Here, can, can you talk to him for a minute? Hello? Crazy. Wow! Strange. Ridiculous. So I guess they, they put him on trial for that uh, little assault. That, there was another assault that he allegedly did, too. They have footage of that. You can check it out on Big League Politics. I have the links to the different... Uh, I will have the links to the different um, articles about it. High-pitched voice. You need to leave. You're on private property. And then he said, oh, is you're on property. <laughs> because I think that... If he's a university professor, UNC is a state school. In other words, public property. <laughs> and don't commies believe everything is, uh, belongs to everyone anyway? Yeah. Yep. They don't play by their own rules. And you don't have to either. What a mess. Let me briefly get to Chuck. He's back. Let's see if he has any more sense than he had yesterday. Chuck in Detroit, how are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. How about good afternoon to you, uh, hey? Good morning. Yeah, I think it's afternoon, my friend. Afternoon yeah, for you, afternoon. morning for me. Ah, yeah, you're right. See, yep. I got a brand new attitude today. See, I got a good night's sleep. Hey, man, I want to talk to you more today. Let's talk about uh, White History Month that you greet. Happy White History Month. Oh, man. Are you oh, grateful man, no for thing. white history? Hey, hey, no, thank you very much. You're not? On that. Why not? Uh, no, but I, but I do have questions. Why aren't you uh, thankful for it. white history? Well, let me ask you this question first. Uh, hmm. Will we consider the attack on the Capitol building part of white history? The Capitol building? Yeah, when, you, when, when you're... Uh, no, it's you're, a, you're a no that's support. a building. You're a, you're, right, you're a Trump supporter, though, right? Of course. Are right. you not a and, Trump and supporter? And the attack Are you on not the a Capitol Trump supporter? Bill. Listen, listen. Now, Are you not a Trump supporter? Right. Come on. Uh, hey, it's a, don't it's be a quick like yes that, or no. Man. Quick yes or no. Hey, no. Okay, okay. now let me get wow. this question. The Shameful. attack on the Capitol bill. I thought I was talking to a man. A... I got you. Okay, you're no, not. I'm just kidding. Okay, I didn't think I was move. talking to a man. 
<laughs> right. Okay, let's move on. The attack on the Capitol building you just said was a building, right? It was not an attack. You, I'm just saying, didn't you just say it was a building? The Capitol is a building, yeah. Did, yeah, yes. Who attacked it? Wasn't the white people Nobody attacked it? the building. I mean, there who were a couple rushed, people who, who broke some windows. Who broke who broke windows? Were they white people? I don't know. I don't know who broke those windows. Well, okay, well, you need, well, it was. It was you don't know that. People. You don't know that. Yeah, I do. I no, got you don't. I watched it did on you know TV, that there was a Black so Lives are, Matter supporter we, who hey, was, did you know are, that there was a Black Lives Matter guy there who's saying, listen, burn this down? Hey, listen. Hey, Boomer Cheeks, you keep on pushing buttons, Boomer. Come on, hey, 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 listen. You keep pushing buttons on your phone. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Sorry. So, let me get this off. Hold on. <laughs> what a mess. And, but, All right, that won't happen. I thought that was you doing that. Nope. I'm sorry. No, but I listen, can't push buttons listen. here. Uh, okay, I got yeah, you pushing one button. But listen, uh, the uh, <laughs> have you ever you heard of John Earl it? Sullivan? Uh, have you ever heard of? Have Matt you heard Turner? of John Earl Sullivan? Have you ever heard? Have of you Matt ever Turner? heard of John Earl no. Sullivan? No, I, then no, you don't I know. Then you don't know it, what. You don't know not much about the about the mostly peaceful protests because that man was okay, a rioter well, okay, who showed okay, up. But let me ask you. Let calling ask for you burning questions. down the Capitol, and he was a Black Lives you. Matter grifter. Well, I got you. Okay, now let me ask you. So how do you know? You, you made the claim that oh, that whites. No, you're not dodging. You made the you're claim. Not dodging, are you? you made the claim that whites. Are you dodging questions? You're the one dodging, Chuck. Because you're trying to okay, you're trying listen. to talk okay, over me. I'm going to put you on hold no, if you don't be quiet. Oh. All right, I'm putting it on hold. He made the claim that whites broke the bu- broke the windows. I didn't see who broke the windows. Did he see? He didn't even know that John Earl Sullivan. Talk about ignorant. How ignorant are you, Chuck? So are you are you admitting that you don't know that it was whites who broke the window? You don't know if it was whites or not who broke the windows. No, I do know because I saw the video. I saw. You didn't the news, see the video. You of, no, you're lying now. Okay, let's, can we move on? Can we move on, my friend? If you admit let you listen. lied. Okay, I lied. Let's All move right. on. Okay. Okay. Uh, once again, it's Timothy. Uh, I got another one. It's Timothy McVeigh, part of white history. I don't know. History. I think yeah. He. I you know. I talked about Timothy McVeigh a year ago in White History Month. I think. Okay. I think it was do White History remember, Month. Do you remember the Unabomber? I remember a little bit about him, but Timothy McVeigh, let's talk a little bit about Timothy McVeigh. Hold on, hold on, hold he had on, a problem. Got, hold on. He had a problem with the FBI, right? Didn't he? Okay, was it an listen, FBI building that he burned? Yeah, he had a okay, problem with the FBI okay, because he, awesome, he didn't like the corruption awesome, great, in the FBI. Do you like the FBI? Do you? Oklahoma great, City. Great, no, hey, great knowledge, hey, thanks for teaching me. Hey, I have Do you, another question. Are you, are you an FBI supporter? Listen, uh, yeah. Now listen. Really? Do you remember the, do you, have you ever yeah, heard of you, CoIntelPro? Hey, Didn't CoIntelPro oh, come on? Let me, let me go get after the blacks. Through. Let me get this question. Didn't CoIntelPro re- go after the blacks supposedly? Something like that? Uh, Was that yeah, FBI? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he did. Okay, so you, now so why do you support the FBI? They're a bunch of liberals who uh, don't even like blacks okay, or whites. I, oh, okay. Now listen. Do you remember the oh, Civil War? Oh, he was CIA. Do you remember the Civil War? No, I wasn't the around. I heard about War? it though. You heard about it? Yeah. Now you, now you, now I know how you love white people. You love your race. You do. Is this part of do you white love white people? Doing, listen, I answer you, that in a second. Do, do you, you love white people? War? Answer listen, it now. Make come on now. Let me can answer I get my it question now. First? Answer it now. I can't, okay. No. You so don't. Listen, wow. I, no. I know that. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're smart. 
But listen, the Civil War was white people killing white people. Is I know. that part of white history? Yeah, is it is. Is that part of white history? Yep, brother okay, against brother. I got brother. another one. Do you know in jail? What's your point? Not, it, okay, I'm about to. This is what I'm about to go to. Remember the last time. No, the tell me your point about the Civil War: I, white people killing white people. What's the significance? Wait. Oh, what's the significance? Because you you talk about how great white people are, and you say you talk about the destruction that black people do. I just want to help you with your white history notes, facts for next year. Now, listen. When you, you didn't uh, make a good point. About, you didn't make a good point. Right. What's your point about well, the Civil War and, and white people killing white people in the Civil War? Because you, how you talk, everybody can tell that. I'm sure all your audience don't believe everything you're saying. You know how you say black. You know when you were lying. What's you your said, point uh, about the Civil War? You, you're trying, changing the subject. I'm, I'm, tr I'm trying to com give you a comparison. Hey, hey. Are you saying that white? So are you saying that Stop whites? Being, are you saying that whites were destructive in the Civil War? This is what I'm asking Wait, you. Are you saying that I'm whites, because you're not making a clear point. You haven't made any good points. You're just you. jumping okay from topic that. to topic. You sound like Maze. No, I'm jumping, no, I'm jumping question You ever heard question. of Maze? That's what I'm doing. You ever heard of Maze? You, hey, you don't want to hear this. You Have you ever heard of Maze, Chuck? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. But look, because you this. sound just you're like Maze. Uh, thank you. you uh, why? Wow, I always want to, been to want to be told that. Hey, okay. let me tell you this. You had mentioned the first time I called when I hung up, you had mentioned, you said uh, you was talking about, uh, like, pedophiles and all that stuff. You said it was real strong in the black community. And yeah, the, it's quite the frequent. black woman is... It's yeah, underreported. Yeah. But let yep. me... Underreported. You're are you, right. Are you but aware of that? Say, yeah, I am. But I, I want to make you aware of something, too. Do you know in jail when an old white person come on the pod that is... I better not, I better not just, I better not take the risk. I better not take the risk. Hey, ask him if Samuel Little is a part of black history. He's a black serial killer who killed over 100 women. Whoa. Samuel Little. Ah, when was that? Um, yeah, I didn't want to take the risk. I did not want to take the risk because this guy is kind of unstable. And he wasn't getting to anything. He couldn't explain himself. Yeah, I'm, I was not a big supporter of the Civil War back when it was happening. <laughs> what a terrible shame. And now they're smearing the brothers that they wanted us to be united with as traitors. The traitors of America are calling our southern brothers traitors. What a shame. And you have dis disgraceful people like Dwayne Dixon and white haters, also a black hater, like Chuck, who hates black people, too. Uh, who are in America smearing America. What a shame. Terrible shame. Guys, we are past the top of the hour. I will be getting back to calls and some stories. But, I have a, call, a song for you. Another song. <laughs> Hope you enjoy this. This is another 90-pound wuss song. It's called Hope. And uh, it's from the 1999 album Short Hand Operation. Hope you enjoy it, guys. And hang tight for the rest of Hour 2. Be right back.
So good, so good, or not, or not. That is 90 Pound Wuss. This one's kind of good, not full-on scream mode, says Turtle No Neck. Thank you. I like how he points to the lyrics while uncomfortably zoomed in, <laughs> says Dan East. So yeah, I was talking about, uh, two if this song is bad, a whole lot of twos. What in the world? All right, guys, whatever. It's over, it's over. Definitely not my kind of music, says Go Leche. Go Leche? Well, anyway. Volume down. Killing houseplants. <laughs> Thank you, Chrissy. Nice to see you guys. Nice to see you. Before I get to calls, I told you about, I mentioned Timothy McVeigh. I covered Timothy McVeigh. When did I cover him? On the Hake Report. And how he got all, all angry. But he was, he was maybe right in some of the criticisms that he had about America. But he was angry about it, and that's where you go wrong. That's where you go wrong. Terrible, a terrible mistake. And he was paranoid and a mess. How many CDs do you have, Hake? I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, Yeah. With anger, you go awry. And you start to believe stuff that's not true, too. As Bible go-to guy said, you start to believe the earth is flat. Or you start to uh, believe people are paid and shills and all that stuff that's when they're like your best friends. Terrible. So don't fall for the lie of, oh, I, I have a right to be angry. Here's an example. Bible go-to guy gave a super chat earlier. Said, I'm really baffled at why the blacks, being in charge in South Africa, are destroying their own country. In Venezuela, he says, it's the government oppressing the people. The people put them in, though. uh, And making life miserable. In South Africa, the blacks oppress themselves. For example, I say, by rioting and destroying the Uh, supply chain and all that mess, right? Messing up the supply chain. Can you explain this? Why the blacks oppress themselves in South Africa? Hatred. Just like that miserable person, these miserable people who go crazy and uh, murder, repay evil for evil. Repay evil for evil, and then you get messed up in the end. But I can ask my black callers, too. Radical black callers. <laughs> uh, I don't have any on the line right now. I have only decent black callers on the line. But first, let me get to Nathan, a first-time caller in California. He has a question. 
Nathan, happy White History Month. How are you? I'm ready. James, how are you? Doing well, thank you. Happy White History Month. I appreciate it. You too. What's up? James, my question is this. Can you hear me? Yep. All right. Can we bring back the Federalist Party? And you, James Hakes, will be the leader. (laughs) I appreciate the sentiment. Aaron would like to know. Aaron Burr would like to know. But my name is Nathan Rangel. Okay, thank you, man. Appreciate the request. The Federalist Party, according to... A, a quick search was the first political party in the United States under, founded by Alexander Hamilton, according to this, dominated the national government from 1789 to 1801, became a minority party while keeping its stronghold in New England, made a brief resurgent opposing the War of 1812, brief resurgence, so ceased operations in 1824. Why do you want me to, why do you want the Federalist Party back? What is the Federalist Party to you, and why do you want me to lead it? I want you to lead it so that I can be a general of yours. And, w- and what is the Federalist Party? W- explain why you support it. The Federalist it. Party stands up for BLM, but it doesn't stand up against the white man. Huh? It stands up for BLM, but it does not stand up against any white man in the whole world. The Federalist Party supports Black Lives Matter? Yes, but we do not go against the white man to do so. We don't go march in the street. We go get a job. Okay. Are you black or are you white? I'm, I, I'm can and quick. What's that mean? Does that mean black or is that Mexican. white? I'm Mexican. I'm Mexican oh, and Spanish, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, man. Appreciate All that. Right. I, I don't think that the Federalist Party would support Black Lives Matter, but they would okay. they would well, hey, James, love black people. James, that's the beauty of it. You're the leader. I'm just a general. Okay. Well, thank you, man. All right. Appreciate Take it, Nathan. Care. You too. All right, boss. Very on church on Sunday. Okay, right on, man. Take care. Right on. Later, James. Later. James Hicks is on fire. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that is that Nathan? Okay, cool. Thanks, Nathan. Appreciate it. <laughs> Man. I think by supporting BLM, my ge- your general is drunk, Hake, says Bernie Mac. <laughs> I didn't say he's my general. That's what he wanted to be. Yeah, don't drink, guys. Don't be drinking. He's Mexican. But uh, appreciate the positive sentiments, man. I don't know much about the Federalist Party, but they sounded like they might have been pretty good. They opposed the War of 1812. Yeah. Quickly, let me get to Lord Grimm. He wants to respond to that uh, nutcase that I hung up on at the end of the uh, prior hour. Lord Grimm in Washington, D.C., how are you doing? Hey, what's going on, Hake? Uh, you know, I I always want to try to catch that dude, but I it seemed like I can never catch him. You know, you <laughs> you get to, you, you get fed up with him before I can even get it. <laughs> you want to, so you want to get on air with that guy, huh? Yeah, you know. But I that guy's so could, off. I I'm I hang up on him because uh, he's so vulgar and inappropriate. And this is a family right. show. I I can't really take that risk. 
I, yeah, I might yeah. take that risk with Maze because she doesn't tend to say stuff that's, um, that's not child appropriate, right? Right. But that guy does. Right. No, I, to- I totally saw what you saw, to be honest, because yeah. um, once he started going down, you know. Talking about prisons and get, stuff? Yeah, jail and all that. I mean, he kind of reminds me of a little bit of, of T a little bit, but maybe he might be a little bit worse, honestly. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause, cause he would he he sounds like he's trying to be smart, like he's trying to be a smarty pants or something like that. Which he yeah, and 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 it's like I don't think he really you know just like all the other people like seeing them. I don't I don't think he really wants to come to uh like he don't really want to dialogue with you for real. He, right. he just wants to he he just wants to try to find any. He's like a little trickster. Yeah, he just wants to try to he just wants to try to find any little thing he can find to try to pretty much put you down. You know put the views that we have down and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but he's, you know, he's a clown, man. You're right. <laughs> you know, he, he he really is. But you did the right thing. Um, I did want to talk about uh, uh, that weasel, that little weasel. Um, what's that guy named? Fauci. Uh, Fa- oh, Fauci. I mean, Fauci, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mr. Uh, Dr. Fauci, I mean, Fauci, this dude is, I mean, you know, some people just look how they are. You know what I mean? And he looks like a weasel. Like, right. He, he, he you know, he just That's looks true. like a weasel. And, and, and you know, Rand Paul, I, I never really paid that much, uh, too much close attention to him per se. But I will say, like, you know, I think that people don't give him a little bit of credit that he, you know, he's actually out here trying to, it seems like he's trying to, um, you know, really fight for the truth or something, man. I'm not, sh- I'm not, maybe I'm wrong. I'm not sure, but. I think like he, I think there's some truth to that. I think he is trying to, you know, even in his. I I think of him as being a little weak, a little yeah. bit of a you know libertarians. He has this libertarian background, and they kiss up to uh, the black victimhood, the blacks being in prison a, a little bit too much. Kind of like that Dan guy from New York City, whom I talked to yesterday, and you you were you were hounding him yesterday at the end of the show because oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't yeah. want to admit that, yes, the yeah. the cops are out that of control, but so are blacks. So. Yeah, that was Danny, right? Yeah, Dan from New York City. Yeah, Dan, yeah. yeah. So, you know, Rand Paul is kind of that family of thinking where he wants to let people out of prison and he wants to legalize the, the drugs and stuff. But right. I, do, I do think that he is an American. I think he is an American in that he has the, the spirit of loving America. He's right, just a little right. weak on some things. Maybe he's yeah, a phony I, politician too. Maybe you're right, but I don't know. But I, de- but I definitely appreciate how he's uh, just giving it to this that weasel man. Because yeah. I mean, I mean to be honest, you know, at this point, I don't see how anybody can really um, uh, trust what the heck is coming out this dude's mouth, man. Um, you know, he's been he's been called out on a lot of things. Uh, he's in full denial, you just like Dan was the other day. Yeah. Um, and and it's like we you know it's like they it's so funny they, I think they really think we're dumb man because right. we, we see the, we see the truth we we see the truth we we hear the truth but they say oh no that's not true what do you mean we see it with our own eyes we hear it with our own ears like yeah. you know what I'm saying we see the emails we we come on now I can, it's just funny man you know people the lie is very prominent in America the lie that you can be angry at at so-called evil, the lie that racism is real, the lie that, uh, there's all kinds of endless lies that are promoted and and embraced by, it feels like, half the country. Maybe it's less, maybe it's more, but it is, 
pretty crazy. Well, let me ask you. Yeah. Let me ask you this: Do you do you um this is, this question just came to my mind? Do you see like uh, any hope for like the United States uh, as far as like getting out of this or you know out of this wickedness and evil evilness that the devil is trying to like spread? Yeah. Uh, do you see do you see any hope or do you think like uh, like literally everything is coming to it? A halt, like an end. I don't like to make predictions, but I do see hope because as long as we're still alive, there's hope. As long mm. as as long as there are men waking up, and there are some men waking up and dropping the anger, as as JLP says, and right. looking at themselves and turning their lives around, that's right. hopeful. That is hopeful. You don't have to. It doesn't even have to be a majority of us. Who, are, who who wake up, or majority of men who wake up, just a just a handful is powerful. Look at how powerful Trump was. One man standing against, and he inspired the a lot of people to support him. Pope. Yeah, and the people that he um, inspired to support them, those are not perfect people, but right. Trump was his stand his standing on what he said. It was perfect. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Well, this. Well, I'm gonna just leave you with this, man. Um, you know, you really, you know, you really rocking, man. Um, you really are rocking. You know, uh, like I think I read the comments from the other episode the other day. Someone said um, that your discipline is getting better and stuff. Oh I mean, yeah, I will agree. Yeah, I will agree, man. Like you know, you're not letting people hang over, linger over too long. You know, you you stopping people at a at a more reasonable time. You know, showing shortening the phone call limps and stuff like that. Um, and then also Chris, man, he, he's also just like, he's on point, man. He's always like right on time. Nice. Um, you know, even, you know, you see how he makes Jesse laugh when he does like those, um, those recordings of Jesse's voice when he says certain things. Right. Those it's, drops. It's, it's, yep. It's, it's so, it's so cool, man. Chris is like really rocking. I mean, you know, uh, my main man, um, Joel was doing good, but I'm gonna be honest though. Chris, Chris, sometimes he he be showing off, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right on. Chris is yeah, Chris is doing it, man. But keep it up, hey. You know, God bless you. God bless everybody in the chat, man. Um, you know, I'm going back to work, do my thing. But Sounds I just good. wanted, I, yeah, I really wanted to talk to that, you know, Mr. Chuck. Um, okay. You ever you ever heard of that movie Good Luck Chuck? I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Is yeah. that with that Happy what? Gilmore actor guy? I think, but it's nothing lucky about this Chuck that called, though. It's, not, yeah. it's nothing lucky about this one. <laughs> Except that he has the luck, the good fortune of being able to talk to the Hague Report the past few days. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Amazing. Graham. Appreciate it. Take All care, right. man. All right, man. Have a good one. <laughs> All right. Very nice. You know, the, uh, the FBI is a big mess. A big mess. They're just a bunch of liberals. I heard that they got in trouble. One guy got in trouble, former official. Once you retire, you can't be forced to go talk to the inspector general. But one guy, he got, he was wined and dined. I don't know about wine, but he did get drinks and lunches and dinners and tickets to black tie events from members of the media. FBI official, senior FBI official. In bed with the mainstream media, who are just a bunch of liberals, and the FBI are a bunch of liberals, and they believe stuff that's not true, and they tend to seem to go after white people and America-loving people to f- try to find the more unstable among us, because, because everybody who is on the right is not on the right path, right? Even though they are on the right side, they're not on the right path. 
And so some people, mentally ill, angry, can get seduced by the nutty, subversive FBI, the feds. Turns out there's a bunch of feds. And this guy who got wined and dined by the mainstream media, he's not the only offender. There's another guy. But uh, uh, he has not been named. He has not been named, according to this report from the Epic Times. But there was another guy who was named from 2019, Michael Cortan, who hung out with, um, with a CNN reporter, getting baseball tickets, and then he lied about it, covering himself. Kind of like Fauci seems to want, seems not to be completely honest. And they bend the rules for politics. I think it, members of the, either the CIA or FBI tweeted at, or no, contacted Moby. Remember that, maybe you guys don't even remember that, remember that singer slash uh, DJ type of a musician called Moby. He made that song that shows up at the end of the Born Identity movies. Moby was like, oh, two CIA members or former CIA members asked me to put out this Russia thing because I have such a big platform. What in the world? The government getting in bed with celebrities. And they've been doing that a lot. They've been getting in. There was this cringy video that I saw. Actually, I didn't even watch the whole thing. Of this degenerate song that was big back when I was a young adult called Back That Blank Up. (laughs) And the same people who recorded this song re-recorded a version of the song where it says, Vax That Thing Up. Cringy. And these are blacks. You would think that they would know this is too... This is too... Cringy white liberal female or Jewish white liberal female or something. I don't know. But they did it. I guess for money. But actually, I mean, most, most of this black political stuff is pretty, pretty cringe-inducing. Yeah, vax that thing up. Sick. Vax. As in, get your vaccination. And I heard one guy who was on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. He's been on... Multiple, he spoke at the men's conference two years ago, the prior men's conference. And he spoke, he spoke at a Men's History Month event. Brandon Tatum talking about, not stop making babies out of wedlock. Not uh, stop killing each other. Go get vaccinated. Because <laughs> the blacks don't really, they're not, they don't really pay attention to all these rules. What, is, what an evil shame. The government getting in bed with the media, the establishment, politicians, sick stuff. And promoting the Russia collusion thing, which was a complete lie. And going after this, oh, white supremacy thing. White, homegrown terrorism. And then they spied on the Trump campaign. With some serious errors and omissions. 17 errors and omissions, according to uh, the Office of the Inspector General. On the Carter Page thing. Carter Page being a former Trump guy. You can't trust the FBI. It is cringe as it gets, says uh, Ryan H.U. <laughs> Skip, what in the world? Yeah, I know that's a song. Let me get to T in Alabama. T, how are you doing? Hey, what's up, Jack? Nothing much. How are you? 
Doing fine, man. Doing fine. Fine. Great. Yeah, let me ask you a question, James. All right. Why is it so difficult, man, for you uh, to allow people that disagree with your theology to, you know, voice their opinion without constantly being interrupted, talked over, and all that, man? What you afraid of? Uh, why do you why do you describe my behavior that way? Because that's that's your behavior, James. Ex- give me an example, because I don't I'm not well, aware the, of doing the, that. The gentleman that called uh, earlier that you hung up on and all that. Stop with the noise, you know. man! Stop! You you're like okay. Co- you cooking or yeah, something? Yeah. No, no, no. It's cleaning my grill, man. Jeez. Okay, I just want to. Yeah, you constantly. Uh, yeah, the gentleman that called in earlier. He didn't call about yeah, my theology. So you're no, talking about Chuck. He called. We talked. We yeah, were talking yeah. about anything but theology. He was in there to. Theology, he was in there to. You know, the man wanted to give you an opinion on some, but again, you he didn't just give me kept, any opinions. He just gave no, me a bunch. No, because you wouldn't let him, James. No, he you was. Him. Hold on, let me kept, let me explain what happened. You're a little slow, T, today, but let me explain. Chuck ca- ca- called in and started naming off all these different incidences, some of which were not even true. Call, falsely claiming that there was an attack on the Capitol building. There was no attack. You're still scraping, T. <laughs> okay, at least, at least wait for the couple of minutes that I keep you on, man. Yeah, yeah, because you're babbling. Go in on. I'm babbling. I'm explaining on, what okay. happened. We had, okay, I didn't talk about theology. I had to interrupt him. One, to correct the record on, for example, the Capitol that he lied about. And two, to explain a little bit about what uh, Timothy McVeigh's complaints were because he just glossed completely over. He didn't even get into any, he didn't make any real point. Did you notice that he didn't even make any real point? Even when I gave him the opportunity to make a real point about the Civil War, he just rambled, babbled, as you might call it. T, are you there? Did you mute the phone? T, unmute your phone. He's a boomer. James, you there? Yeah, why did you mute your phone? No, I didn't. I yeah, you did. James, I didn't mute my phone, man. Were you here? Did you see me mute it? No, I did not see you mute it. I heard okay, you mute that? it. It went mute. And then once, okay. once it came off of mute, I heard the scraping again, and I heard you. Yeah, you ain't hear no scraping, man. Yeah, I heard What's scraping. What's wrong with your conversation, man? Stop, stop babbling. <laughs> Go in on with it, man. You're the one babbling. <laughs> Going on, so my point is this, man. When people call in, like myself, and the gentleman that called, you just start that was no gentleman off at the mouth. You don't give the man the chance to even say what you're trying. Yes, to I say. did. I gave him plenty no, of did, opportunities, man. and then he started to. No, you then no, you started yes, doing I did. Other questions, Shane. No, he started, started to he started to say something nasty about prison. And I sensed nastiness coming because he's a vulgar yeah, person, you if you're not it. familiar. You sense it. So and you so I hung up God, on him. You knew what he was about to say, right? I don't know what he's about to say, but I'm not going to take the chance because it's a family show. Well, you, you do that all the time. You do it with me, man. I don't hang up on you for being vulgar because you haven't been vulgar, but I have hung up on you for other things because you're a mess. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you just, you know. Because you, you don't go anywhere. Opinion, man. You don't go anywhere. I go plain to say, y'all don't laugh, folks, man. You're, you know, without guys like me, Earl, Maze, and that gentleman that called, man, you have a pretty boring show. 
Thank you. Well, thank you. And you guys hate me so much that you can't help but continue to call in. Yeah, you do. You hate me. You hate me. Y'all spread a lot of lies. But but honestly, T, honestly, T, it's not completely boring. Some people like to hear the truth. That's a calm thing. They like the black callers, but uh, they like to hear the truth. But you don't recognize the truth. That's why you. That's why you're bored by the truth. I'm out to. Let me put you on a brief hold in your mind, all right? What in the world? <laughs> all right, hold one second, pup. Okay, goodbye, T. What the heck? <laughs> what a psycho. T is, uh, do you think T is going, is he going senile? I don't know what's going on with him. Terrible stuff going on. Let me get to A, a first-time caller in California. He's been on hold forever. A? Hey, James, I love you. I, I'm a big fan of you. It's good to be on the, on the show. Okay, thank you. Uh, I can't wait to watch this on YouTube, this recording of me. I really love you, James. Whoa. Uh, anyway, I've heard Jesse say this on his uh, show before. I've heard him uh, say uh, that it is uh, not unreasonable for whites to be concerned about no longer being the majority, right? Yeah, it's very it's very reasonable. It's very well, concerning. Anyway, I have uh, an idea on how to keep whites the majority population that I uh, that I uh, would like to talk to Jesse about. Well, call Jesse, uh, yeah. man. Don't call my show about what you want to talk to Jesse about. Well, actually, I want to talk to you about it, too. Okay. Okay, James. Uh, anyway, uh, I would need help with Entrepreneur Academies. It involves a product that I'm considering making. Like, uh, Oh, you know I, what you need to do, A? You need to uh, send, your, send a one-pager to Bond by email with your idea. And, uh, and then we can contact you about that because I can't do any entrepreneur academy stuff. Uh, can I tell you the what phone. the product idea is? If you don't mind people maybe stealing it. I, I already made like a defensive publication, so like it's my intellectual property right now. I All think. right, real quick, let's hear it. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a machine that can change someone's race physically. I know that some people may be against it, but I think it may be justified. Well, oh. It may be justified to, like, uh, whites are in serious danger being a minority. You know, man, I I can already tell you that's not going to be a solution. Even if you could do what you can do, let's let's say that you can do what you're saying that you can do. A machine changing people's physical attributes isn't going to change their evil hearts. So you're not going to solve anything. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry if that was disrespectful. I'm sorry about that. What do you mean? I'm not saying... it's not disrespectful. I'm just explaining to you that you're not going to change people's evil hearts with a machine. Yeah, it would be. In- you would agree it'd be interesting, though, right, uh, James? No, I don't think it would be interesting. I don't think that people should be changing their bodies. We already have enough people changing their bodies. Uh, okay, James, I appreciate your insight. Uh, uh, don't you agree uh, that it's that it's a mess to be cha- messing with the way that God made you? Yeah, you uh, should definitely be healthy and stuff, but. I mean, if you're fat and you want to lose weight, that's different. That's not changing your body. I mean, if you're getting surgery to, to 
liposuction or a stomach staple. That's I'm not for that really, but okay, I'm talking about healthy habits changing. That's fine, but a machine to change your race or or transgender sur- reassignment surgery and all that mess, and uh, these people getting into piercings and tattoos, it's it's a uh, it's the wrong direction, man. People are lost. Uh, if- I, I like it if Jesse Lee Peterson could have me a like on his fallen state show, then like we could have a debate about no, man, it. Then. No, you, you you don't call my show and ask to be on the fallen state. I, I keep going the wrong. I'm sorry, James. I I uh, I have autism on the autism spectrum. I I'm sorry. You're autistic. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry if that was uh, disrespectful. I really love your show. I totally you, ac- I totally accept, man. Okay, have a nice day, James. Thank you, man. Uh, a happy White History Month to you. Are you white? Uh, amen, man. Happy White History Month. Are you white? Uh, uh, mostly. What else are you? Well, I don't. They say I don't want people to attack me in real life for being on this show, so I don't want to share too much. So uh, let's <laughs> pretend. Uh, so I'm not gonna pre- disregard what I said about my race. I don't want people to attack me in real life. Hey, hey, don't take it too hard that that you you went about it a little bit the wrong way, and don't take it too hard that I don't agree with your idea. I'm just saying that you want to be concerned with things of the spirit. You don't want to be uh, concerned amen. with watching yourself on YouTube. You don't want to get all excited about getting famous or getting on some TV show or the fallen state or anything. You want to Do you do Jesse Lee Peterson's silent prayer? Uh yeah. You do? Uh yeah. Really? Yeah. Nice, man. Well, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for the call. You too. Thanks. All right, take care. Seemed like a nice guy. He had me concerned because he said, I love you, James. <laughs> and he kept on repeating my name, James, but it might, it might be a little bit of that thing that they call autism. I'm not sure what that is. I called the autism thing within five seconds, says War Eagle. Man, you guys know your people. <laughs> uh... Let me get to Dula from Detroit, Michigan. Dula, I haven't heard from Dula in a while, I don't think. What's up, Dula? <laughs> What's going on, though? Hey. Nothing much. Yeah, How about I'm, you? I'm all right, hey. Nice. I called to tell you, hey, you ain't been, uh, you haven't been spewing too many racist comments lately. What's going on with you? <laughs> what do you, what's a, what's a, what would be a racist comment? I don't even know what that means. Well, you know, when you say little different things about the blacks and the and, and whoever else, I don't hear you really talk about too many other people. But you know, it's been it's been a little change in your conversation. I kind of been offline for a minute, not offline, but I haven't been watching for a minute working. But uh, yeah, I said, look at Hake. I said, I see you conversing with the black guy earlier, and uh, he uh, he's giving you your ups. I kind of agree with him a little bit, except the great pink hope. You know what I'm saying? The great what hope? That, the great pink hope. Great pink hope. You don't support yeah. Trump? The great white hope? Trump? He's not white. Yeah, Nobody's white. I got a t-shirt on I'm right now. And my t-shirt is white. No, you're pink. You're not white. I'm not you, pink, I man. I can see your blood through your skin. I'm looking dead at you right now on TV. Well, that's I can not see pink. the blood through your skin. The back of your computer is white. You're a male, but right? Your skin is... Are you black? I... No, I'm brown. 
That means you're Hispanic or or Muslim. Who me? I'm I'm brown. I'm brown. Are you his, man from does that the mean you're Hispanic or Muslim? No, I'm not Hispanic or I'm not Muslim. You I'm are a black, black then. Man. I'm a brown man from well, the tribe of Judah. Oh man! See, y'all put that name on us, but we not nobody. A black Hebrew black. Israelite. It's brown. It's, we brown. We not black like no, y'all. No, not no, white. The brown think. brown people are Hispanic or they're Arab. No, they still brown too, but we not black. Black. Yeah, you guys I'm, are black. I, Don't be ashamed of being black. black. Shirt. No, I got a black shirt sitting right here, and I don't look nowhere near. Because that's an artificial color. Black. That's an artificial black, but you're real black. Oh, no. You were real pink. No, you're I'm not real white. white. At all. I'm real white. <laughs> Don't call white, me, stop calling man. me pink, man. I'm looking at you on the TV. You <laughs> Maybe you're colorblind. Right. You're pink. You're probably colorblind. That's why. That's why. No, I can see the blood through your skin. You, if you get that's mad, your imagination, you turn man. Red, My blood you turn would be red like bluish. You get My mad. blood is like bluish. So it's prove it. Huh? Prove it. Prove, prove it. Prove your blood blue. It looks, yeah, prove it looks your blood bluish. Blue. I don't know if you can see prove that. It. I don't know if you can see. Let me I see can if see I can. the blood through your skin. <laughs> I can't believe you I'm doing this. Can you zoom in on this? It looks kind of, can you see that? Like the little bit of hey. vein poking out. It's like bluish. You, <laughs> look, you look in the little red right now. You getting, as we talk, you getting red and red. Look at your face. You getting redder and redder. Red is not speak, pink, I'm man. I'm looking dead at you. But I'm white. No, you started off pink. I'm white. Now you getting red. Look at your face. <laughs> you know you're white, though, man. Well, happy you, White History Month to you. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't subscribe to it, but if y'all do, I ain't got no problem. Do you love it. white people? Hell no. Nah. No? How about pink nah, people? I don't hate nobody, but I don't love nobody. I don't love white people. Ouch. Look how close you got. Now you look. Look how close you got to the screen. You <laughs> think you're there. <laughs> you see. I you're can funny. see the blood flowing through your skin. Uh, the closest thing y'all the color of on this earth. Come off the, it. We uh, heard you the, the first pig. time. Jeez. All right. No, well, I'm talking about the, the closest living thing on this earth. Y'all are closest. Are you grateful for the, the white the, people the and the white history? Hell no, nah. the shit y'all did to us. Don't cuss. Why would I be grateful? What did we all do things, to you? The things y'all did to us. Right. Y'all, y'all strung us up by the whole family. Y'all burned us. If we and strung y'all you laughed. up, y'all, y'all even brought y'all kids out to see the stuff as y'all hung whole families. That's manly. In trees. That's manly. And I don't know that we did whole families. That's I don't know manly? how much. That's oh, manly, I can yeah. show you pictures. I can show you pictures where there's like seven people hanging from a tree. Okay, but that was those were uh, in response to alleged crimes. Okay, and we had oh, to. Oh no, no, no! Those weren't in response to no crime, man. That was the the viciousness of the of the of the Caucasian pink man. Well, back That's in the day, back in the day, times were serious. Okay, and so you have to understand, uh, times were hard. You're you're living. You and I we're living spoiled lives, looking at these people and judging whether they were wrong or right. Give me a break. You don't have any no, idea I what agree, they were going I through. I agree. We living. I agree. We living in a. We we definitely. Life was hard. We had to me, put the smack down. In, we you, put this, you you actually benefiting from 
the 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 rape, torture, and murder. Oh please, of my people, you you you, you are from too it right now. You are too. No, I ain't. Yeah, you is. No, I'm not. I'm uh-huh. still getting killed. We still get killed. You're not getting killed. You have never been killed in your life. I don't think. <laughs> I'm talking <laughs> about my people. We I know, I know, but the point is that you're street. you are you never had it so good as here in America. Oh no, I haven't, and I won't go nowhere else. I'm staying then here. You, then you benefited off of the rape and all that mess, supposedly that we we did to y'all. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, y'all. Why not be grateful? Us. No, I don't. I definitely Ecclesiastes seven and seven say oppression makes the wise man mad. So, you no, know man. Saying? Well, James, don't say the that. book of it James. Don't say that. No, but you're, no, you're, don't say you're that. misappropriating these verses. <laughs> the book, what? Oppression, the, oppression won't make you mad? No, you Being shouldn't be mad. Don't make you you're mad. not oppressed. Give me a break. You're referencing oh, yeah, stuff I'm, from I'm, 100 I'm years. I'm heavily. Yeah. I'm heavily oppressed. <laughs> you benefiting off what of our world? oppression. You're benefiting off of your oppression. Give me a break. <laughs> but uh yeah it was cool to go back and forth with you though hank i ain't gonna uh i ain't gonna hold your show up i like talking to proud white the, men the book of james the book of james yeah um the book of J- james says consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds so why not be grateful and you're probably not even really experiencing trials the way that you're describing Oh no! I, I experience. So consider I mean, I stay pure away joy. from the oppression. I stay away from the oppression, so I don't feel the direct oppression because I don't mess with pink people. You you drink? I don't deal with them? Do I drink? Yeah. Yeah, occasionally I drink. I give a drink on. Did you drink this morning? No. Okay. Not this morning at all. Well, it's nice to hear from you. Happy White History Month, even though. You're not happy about white history. You should be. <laughs> no, I don't. Hey, I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing bad. I just won't never celebrate it or deal with it. I ain't got nothing bad to say about never it. Never say I'll never. Y'all do that. Hey, and and and, and Jesse, I can't. Boy, when all this turn around, and uh, I, I remember I asked Jesse, "What the hell you gonna do when the when when the race war break out? What side of the street?" He said he'd rather go with the Ku Klux Klan. I say, boy, you really gonna be barbecue. You really think you brown? You're crazy, nah, man. Barbecue, yeah. Well, nice talking <laughs> with you, Dula. Is, uh, the hate. All right, take care. Stay off the pot. <laughs> Later. Tell him to stay off the pot. Says smoke. You know, I saw this great article on Revolver.News. It's at the top of Revolver.News to this day. Well, it just came out, I think, yesterday or so. To this day! About Black Rifle Coffee Company. Remember Kyle, Jack Bauer, John Wick Rittenhouse? That was when I realized, and I've never drunk. I've never drunk Black Rifle Coffee. I'm not a big coffee drinker. I used to drink, I used to drink coffee, like vanilla iced coffee. Iced. Sweetened, Right? with vanilla or caramel or hazelnut. But Black Rifle Coffee Company used every trick in the book to fool conservatives. And yeah, that is so true. It just became so cringy. And then I will get to your calls, guys. I saw this, this commercial 
where it's just vulgar, they're cussing, and they're like shooting guns and pretending they're tough, they're pretending they're manly, riding uh, wild animals, acting like they, acting like they are not the liberal snowflakes, but it turns out that indeed they are liberals and they are weak, pathetic people. Snowflakes, if you will, melt, melt. And each person is different. They did not stand with Kyle Jack Bauer, John Wick Rittenhouse, who defended himself and his community and the evil people. He even defended the evil people from the other evil people who became very violent. In Kenosha, Wisconsin, Kenosha, Wisconsin, a small town, relatively small town, and he was wearing a Black Rifle Coffee Company uh, t-shirt and slightly offensive, also known as Elijah Schaefer, tweeted, oh, he's wearing the t-shirt for the best coffee, com- coffee in the world because he promotes them. He has a deal with them. He's part of the Blaze Media. The Blaze, formerly run by, uh, who's that guy again, that Mormon so-called, somewhat conservative guy. (laughs) Formerly run by that guy. Now it's just a, yeah, Glenn Beck. But they distanced themselves from him, from Kyle, Jack Bauer, John Wick, Rittenhouse. Pretended, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna profit off of that. We don't want to profit off of tragedy because Kyle, Jack Bauer, John Wick, Rittenhouse killed a couple of people in self-defense. At least one, I think two. Yeah, two guys. One guy who hit him with a skateboard, got shot in the chest, was grabbing at his gun, got, sh- got himself shot in the chest. And another guy who was saying, oh, hit, shoot me, N-word, shoot me, N-word, this white or, or Jewish or whatever, white, not, not Christian, though, guy, Antifa supporters, Black Lives Matter supporters, scum of the earth, supporting the, the riots, also attacked Kyle Rittenhouse. John Wick, Jack Bauer, Rittenhouse. And I call him John Wick and Jack Bauer because John Wick and Jack Bauer are uh, capable, fictional handlers of their weapons. And Kyle is the real thing. But he handled it just amazingly. Kyle did. Kyle Rittenhouse. And he wasn't aggressive. He wasn't... He was just cool-headed. And didn't shoot anybody else but his attackers. He even shot the arm of a man who had a gun. And it looked like that gun was pointing at, his, at Kyle's head. Shot the arm and the guy's gun dropped and his, part of his arm dropped a little bit. Yikes. But Black Rifle Coffee Company kind of be- has totally betrayed its, its uh, supporters. I was never a big supporter. I'm not a bandwagoner type of a guy. You can tell that I kind of go out of my way maybe too much to be (laughs) anti-trendy. Go into my own little underground Christian music, whatever. But, uh, yeah, Black Rifle Coffee Company called the Kyle Jack Bauer, John Wick Rittenhouse supporters racist. Effing racist. Blanking racist. They went on the New York Slimes, the failing New York Slimes. Did this whole feature, interview them, photographs, 
And he's all cussing and condemning the Proud Boys. He said this, I hate the racism blank really pisses me off. I hate, this is Hafer talking, Evan Hafer. I think he's not a Christian. He looks like he might be white, but he might be not a Christian. I hate racist, proud boyish people. What? What? I'll pay them to leave my customer base. What a weirdo, huh? What a sick person. So these people are uh, mentally off. What's a pit viper? What's a pit viper? Oh, the sunglasses. Oh, pit vipers are doing the same thing. Oh, betraying the people. Pit vipers are sunglasses. I've heard of that. Yeah, leave your sunglasses alone. Just buy cheap stuff. (laughs) They became popular. Oh, yeah, I heard that they compared. I didn't know that an archangel or Michael the archangel could be a saint, but supposedly there's a Saint Michael the archangel. How can you be a saint and an angel? I don't know. But there's this thing called Saint Saint Michael the archangel, who is supposedly a patron saint of military personnel, Some people who are religious take it very seriously. Take it very seriously. And they are, you know, soldiers. And there's one scene of Saint, supposedly Saint Michael Michael the Archangel. I've heard of Michael and I've heard of the angel Gabriel, right? I haven't heard of Saint Michael the Archangel. I'm just a normal Christian. I don't know all this Catholic stuff or whatever this is. But he had this thing going, this design of Michael the Archangel standing on Satan, trampling on Satan, but it was embraced by white supremacists because it looks like uh, the uh, white cop with his knee on the neck of Georgia, Florida. And so he ditched that thing. Ridiculous. A kiss-up. A total phony. So, what a shame. What a shame. But not surprising. Don't, get, don't be a bandwagoner. Don't be a bandwagoner. Support people where they're right and not where they're wrong. Jehovah's Witnesses believe Michael the Archangel is Jesus. Whoa, Watchman for you says. Yeah, I don't know. But regardless, they're backstabbers. And a lot of people jump on these bandwagons thinking, oh, yeah. These people are for what's right. They're for America. They're for the veterans. No. And the writer of this article, it might be Darren Beatty. He's kind of, I think he's behind this Revolver.News website, Darren Beatty. Nice guy. A decent man. Seems like a decent man to me. He made the point that Kyle Jack Bauer, John Wick Rittenhouse, that's my name for him, is more of a hero than many of these so-called veterans who may or may not have joined the army or military, whatever branch of the military, out of a love for the country, but to get ahead, you know, because there's a lot of benefits to going into the military. And then the stuff that they're sent to do, does it really benefit America that much? Does it really? When it's run by Obama or the deep state trying to undermine Trump and keep soldiers over places where Trump is trying to pull back, 
when Trump was president? Our real president? What a mess. Degeneracy. Silly. Shallow. Don't be suckers. Do not be suckers. So, salute to Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't know. Uh, he's, he was a young, young man. He's a, he's a grown adult now. He's 18 years old, legally an adult. And still having to defend himself. I don't know how he'll turn out, how he'll handle this. I wish him well. I hope he handles it well. As well as he did when they were attack, physically attacking him. Now they're so-called legally attacking him. And it's a spiritual attack as well. I wish him well. He was a son of a, of a single mother. So considering he was turning out pretty well, we'll see how he handles this. Let me get to Conscious, who's supposedly a first-time caller to my show. I've heard of him before. Out of Atlanta, Georgia. We have five minutes to go. Conscious, how are you doing? I'm fair for a square. How about yourself? Man? I'm fine. I've never heard of fair for a square. You're a square? Of course. Of course you haven't, man. You, you haven't heard of a lot of things, I take it. You're a square? Uh, it's a whole saying. Okay. I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But <laughs> anywho, I was uh, listening anywho. to you, and you were... Are you white yeah, or yeah. black? I'm a, I'm a human being. What color does it matter, which I am? I didn't ask what you color you are. Color? I asked you, are you, you white or black? You said, wait, what does that mean? Am I, I white or black? Are you white or are you black? That's a color, isn't it? It's also a race. What, what what race are uh, you? Are you white or black? Black is a race? Yep. Black is a race? You didn't you know sure? that? Uh-uh. uh-uh. Wow. Well, you don't know a lot of things, too. We have that let, in let common. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Do you think Africans are black? Many are, but many are not. What, what do you mean? Like you ever heard of South Nigeria, Africa? If you're from Nigeria... You ever heard of South Africa? Are you Africa? black or, you, or you're... A Nigerian. You ever heard of South Africa? Of course I have. Those guys are white. The original <laughs> South Africans are white. Real? So the original man was white, too? I don't know what you yeah. even mean by original man. The, the first I think you're getting you into something that you don't know what you're talking about. I think I do. No, you I think know. you don't. You, you never heard that? You never heard I've that. heard the claim. White people have proved it. I've heard the claim. So they're lying, too? Those white people are lying, too? Don't know. Don't care. Uh, oh, so you're a white person. Do you lie? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you do. I do, I do. Okay. Of course, everybody <laughs> lies. You should have said everybody lies. Come on, quick. But this is my question about slavery. All right. Do you think that if there was no slavery, <laughs> that Africa would be still pros- would be prosperous? Do what? you think that the Say blacks could have made it? Do you think that the blacks could have made it if not for slavery? Do you think that we would be able to be civilized without slavery? Th- that's not reality. Slavery. What, what do you mean it's not real? Because but I, I'm saying, though, slavery think, is I'm in Africa and it's been in Africa for millennia. I'm talking about uh, slavery in America, though. Oh. If it wouldn't happen what in is, America. What does America have to do with Africa? Now, I'm saying, you're missing a point, Hank. Black people, if they weren't here in America for slavery, would they be okay in Africa? that a little bit better for you? you understand I have no idea I? because that's not reality. Blacks are here. I, it's, it's a hypothetical question. Yeah, hypotheticals, are, that, hypotheticals are pretty useless. What so do you think? You don't like, so you don't like the Bible then? That's hypothetical, isn't it? No. 
What do you think? Who wrote the? Wait, okay. Let, let me ask you a question. Who wrote the? What Bible? do you think? You asked me the question: Would be would blacks be better off without slavery if slavery had never happened in America? Of course. You think blacks would be better off in Africa? Of course, of course. Where they were getting, where they were getting, uh, we're, we're where getting they what? were getting, uh, what is that? Um, like Europe, it was just like Europe when the Italians were fighting. No, because there were there was still slavery amongst the Muslim in the Muslim world. It, it wasn't slavery in Europe. There was slavery in the Muslim world and Iron everywhere else, world. and they were treated much there was, worse. There was slavery in Europe too. Are you aware that I slaves mean, were treated much worse in the Muslim world? What? Are you sure? Yeah, they were raped and, and their names were stolen. No, names. yep, that only happened in. In America. fact, they were prevented from having children. They were castrated. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. So we treated we treated blacks very well. We in America. We treated. Oh yes. We proudly. We. And let yep. me ask you a question. Do you have a problem with racism? With racism. Like, with racists. With people who are racist. Racists. Like There's no such thing as racism. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. You don't think Pepsi hates being black? Nope. You sure? As much as I he know talks that. about black people, you don't think he hates being black? Nope. How, how could he not? He talks about black people every day. He's black, You're a right? blind person. That's why you think that. Wait, 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 wait. Let me ask you a question, Hank. Yeah. If I, if I constantly talk about you, do you think I would hate you? Probably so, because you are a hateful-filled person, but Jesse Lee Peterson how, is not a hateful person. Are you sure? I am sure. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah, yeah uh, anyway, sure? man, I got to run. You know, nice talking uh, with you. You can call hey, again wait, tomorrow. On, it's the end of the show. Thank you, guys. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. Kind of a waste of a call, man. You, you should get to your point better. and stay, Talk like a man. Be direct. This song is called, can we, do, can we play this song? Yeah. Letting Loose by 90 Pound Wuss. Enjoy and take care.